You're now listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambles Podcast provided to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is uh, uh, Salsa Salutation. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Candice Nakalulu at PC on all social media. Um, my AKA for today is um, please don't cry because you can't use homophobic slurs. Mm. Just go squabble. Just go get beat up. Mm. And and as usual, our third and our favorite amigo is here today. Hey, Adrian. Hey, y'all. This is Adrian, aka Keep Erica Mena off of everything television related. Mm. I want my time back. I want it back. Cause the bitch is a liar. A straight liar. She did all of that. And if y'all don't know, I'm talking about the part two of her interview with Carlos King. And her point was she wasn't going to apologize to Spice because Spice didn't even hear her that day. It wasn't until production brought it back to everybody that everybody knew about it. She wanted production to cover for her. Mm-hmm. That's the work. Yep. And she's still with that. Oh, I didn't realize it was a it was a slur. It's just a coincidence that every time I use it, it's with black women. Like sis, <laughs> give it up. You are wild. Like give it up, delicious. Nah. Like really. Then she talked more about the her falling out with Sierra, and her conclusion now is the Sierra thing. waited twenty days to tell her because she was contemplating it. Oh, okay. But she's still friends with Bambi, who knew that same day that it happened and told her not to tell Erica, but you still friends with her. Keep it real. You not friends with Sierra because Sierra was calling you to the carpet about that monkey shit. Yep. Correct. Correct. Which you can't give Sierra much, but you can give her that. Yeah. Yeah, I won't give her much. But yeah. But that whole interview with her kind of admitting, kind of taking accountability, but not. It basically basically came off as I'm trying to protect my next check because apparently she lost some show she was on on Black, on All Black, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had, I had watched one episode of it, and it was actually a pretty good show. It's got Candace from Real House of Potomac on it, too. And it was actually a decent show. I just never finished it. But they took that check from her, so just keep her off of off of everything. Let us suffer. Really? Because when given the opportunity, because when given the opportunity to apologize to Spice, her words were, I would apologize to her if I felt like she really felt this deeply. But she didn't even know I had said that about her until producers told her. So bitch, it doesn't matter. She can still feel hurt by something that she did not hear. Especially when it's on camera. Right. When it's 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 cemented in in history now that you were calling this lady all types of monkeys while y'all were arguing. Like you still said it, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, so, I mean, if she tried to try to do what reality stars do once they're no longer on a show, they try to reveal 
all this thing and they want to criticize everything. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, but you were fine with whatever while you were getting a check. So your integrity is nowhere. So yeah, it's questionable. You only have these problems because you were blindsided by being fired because you didn't think the hammer was going to come down. That's what mm-hmm. this is about. No more, no less. She right. thought they were going to cover for her and not show the footage. And then, so she's still been taping. I mean, basically what it comes down to is her thinking that Big Fish or whoever the production company is, is, is friends with her versus business. Yes, you made good business. You doing that and us being able to discuss that the second half and the fallout of that. Yes, that is good TV. No, they're not going to cover for you. No, they're not going to erase that footage. And she kept saying she didn't know Monkey was the slur. But then she says, I knew right after I said it that I had messed up. So which is it? Right. That, But that's all she ever does is like contradict herself. So bad luck to you. So for- Maybe uh, Telemundo got a show for you. Hope not. No, get money off your own people. Since you don't understand black culture and why you don't call black people primates, I get just, money from your own culture. I don't, I want her to be broke and struggling. I want her to struggle to feed her fucking kids. I do. I don't care. Because ain't no if this what you say when a camera is rolling, I can only imagine the shit you said when you get upset or angry with your fucking kids. We know you was calling Safari all type of moon crickets. And homophobic slurs. Yeah. Don't forget the bitch got a track record with homophobia. Mm-hmm. So. Well, her mouth did finally caught up to her. It's a different time. Got the nerve to be homophobic and racist and you eat pussy and suck black dick. Come on now, now. Come on now. Nasty work. And when asked about that, because Carlos was like, there are some black women that feel like y'all will take black dick, but y'all have this disdain for black women. And she's like, well, that's funny because Latinas are have it the same way. We have it hard to. It's always this stereotype that we gonna steal your man. And it's like, bitch, really, is this really what you pulled out to compare to black women's struggle with things? Really? So that tells me right there you don't, you haven't learned anything. And don't plan on learning nothing. Mm-mm. Don't have her back on TV because I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I don't have nothing for Erica Minnie. I just think she a silly little bitch. Speaking uh, of a silly little bitch, I need Santana to beat up, beat the fuck up uh, DJ Honeybun. Well, before I we get too. there, I want to I discuss how uh, British Williams who is serving jail time, federal jail time, four years worth from basketball wives, her lawyer, her former lawyer, let me say this, the previous representation she had came, was did a TikTok and basically said she is more than likely serving that jail time because she showed no signs of changed behavior while she was free before she went to jail and that she probably could have avoided the jail time had she given a damn. Mm. And that's why and I this is who? representing her. This is British Williams from Basketball Wives. Her she, former attorney? Yeah, her former attorney. As a PSA, the lawyer side of me is saying, why are you on TikTok revealing that information? Because even though she's not your client now, there's still confidentiality that's in place. But the messy side of me is like, bitch, reveal some more. 
<laughs> well, he he just kind of revealed that, like, you know, went through like what was you know public information and and like the how the judge basically sentenced her because she she didn't show any remorse. And he was just saying that when he was representing her, they basically were begging her to, you know, you know, do do better, be better, be quiet, sit down, and only do things mm. that make it seem like you've changed. And then this motherfucker wow. did a whole reality TV show where most of, if not all of her storyline was like how she's the victim for real. Yeah. Well, she got four years and that's fair time. So she gonna do probably about three and three and three quarters of it. So she got imagine she get out, she get back right back on housewives camera. Uh basketball basketball wise. I don't think she's gonna come on there because she's not gonna have no leverage because they just gonna be fucking with her for being an inmate. Yeah. True. Yeah, if she if she do come back, I'd be shocked. I mean, she might. You never fucking know with this franchise. Yeah, that's true. Well, I still won't be watching her, so. <laughs> <laughs> but what I will watch and pay money to watch is Santana beat the fuck out of DJ Academics. That's what I will watch. For sure. Can somebody walk me through this? Because I, yeah, somebody walk me through this a little bit. Well, so DJ Academic has, you know, a very, very, very known history of arguing with disrespecting, berating, you know, black women in in hip hop. Um, right. Constantly arguing, was just arguing with Glorilla, stays, you know, saying nasty things about um, the city girls and young Miami and JT. And, you know, this so all around them, fuck niggas. Yeah. I like and it. Again, you can criticize the women in hip hop. But it when he does it, it feels personal. You know what I'm saying? Calling them stupid bitches and you know shit like that. Just going going the mile. It's never really about the music. Yeah, yeah. He's just kind of a weird fat incel who 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 buys attention. And so Santana was like, "Okay, well, that's a woman. Come talk to me like that." Yeah, and. You know, he went on crying because, you know, so Santana said, you know, and after I beat you up, I'm going to fuck you in the ass. And <laughs> wow, that is wild. It is. And, and it is. DJ Academics, uh, who ain't never DJed nothing in his goddamn life, uh, was on doing a live stream crying, talking about there's just certain shit I don't play with. It's just certain shit I don't play. And if I say what I want to say, I'm going to get canceled. And I'm like, you are really crying because you can't call this man a homophobic slur. Yeah. This man has invited you to fisticuffs. Yeah. And And to his dick. And like I said, he not not crying because he he don't want to get canceled. He crying because he don't want to get beat up and fucked. Yeah. That's the part that's scaring him. Getting beat up and getting fucked. Which, of course, we know Saucy Santana not going to violate that fucking man. He just talking shit. Yeah, now which let let me take over here a little bit, Candace, because I did see this like on the timeline, and I did see some like nuanced and you know valid talk about it, and also I saw some of the usual suspects, right? Like so, let like Santana is like talking shit. However, however, 
like Adrian said, it is wild and it is kind of some shit you shouldn't really be saying. Like we can be honest about that. It's it's it is teetering on the line. Uh, with that no, said, teetering, it stepped right the fuck. Yeah, over it is because it I is. don't like DJ academics. I ain't gonna be nowhere with no uh poster yeah. board protesting. Right, exactly. That's what we're getting. I'm at. problematic. Like, yeah, it, it's problematic than a motherfucker. And we can be honest about that. However, also at the same time, it's DJ fucking academics. We are not about to sit here and have like an honest conversation about boundaries and all that shit over no fucking DJ act goddamn demic. Save that shit. Use that shit. Use those principles for shits and times when it actually matters about some shit where we can progress as a society. We are not progressing as a society over no goddamn DJ fucking honey bun. That's what the fuck we not gonna do. And that's that on that. And that's that on motherfucking that. Like, I, I hate yeah. that shit. No, oh, go ahead, Cam. <laughs> no, I ain't got shit to say. <laughs> I'm yeah, just no, agreeing. I, I hate I'm an agreeing that shit. ass like, bitch. I, I hate un I hate unprincipled motherfuckers bringing principles in at the wrong goddamn time. Like there are plenty of times where we can actually have principles and have nuanced conversations and talk about problematic shit that we all need to unlearn and unpack and grow from at given times. And you motherfuckers don't do that. But the the second it's about some shit over a motherfucker who is not worth any of the goddamn carrying on you doing, such as DJ fucking academics, now you unprincipled motherfuckers want to have principles. Go to fucking hell. Mm -hmm. You niggas don't care about no goddamn DJ academics. And don't. Stop it. And won't. You just like him, a pussy-ass bitch. You want to have some homophobic shit to say about Santana and be unprincipled, but you rallying behind DJ academics knowing good and fucking well, you niggas are calling him a bitch-ass nigga any other goddamn day of the week. Shut the fuck up. Ooh. Muy that's bad on that. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I enjoy when we get riled up about about motherfuckers like that. Cause like I say, you just you you can't have all that mouth and you ain't got nothing to back it up with. You just you just can't. The man, the nigga said, come fight. He said, pussy, what's up? And and now you crying all over the internet. It don't make sense. I mean, and that one hundred so. nigga live up to the first part of his name every time. I don't ever what? see him. Is fifty years old. He's fifty years old, and I'm so glad that Saucy Santana dragged his ass. <laughs> nigga say you the nigga that's mad because Blueface had a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean. Um, what's up, everybody? We back. We back. We back. We just wanted to get some some of the pop culture bullshit out the way. Um, as we're recording this, it is premiere night for Married to Medicine, uh, Real Housewives of Potomac season eight. So be prepared to to tune back in. I know some of our listeners probably haven't been listening because we don't cover shows that they lit they watch. But you know we're back. We back at it next week, and so we'll be we'll be discussing quite a bit. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast via Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, um, you know, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Be sure to subscribe. You don't want to miss when those new episodes drop. You get the notification. And subscribe to our Patreon, um, flawless um patreon.com slash flawless noises. Red Noise Level gets you access to our companion show, Ratchet Reloaded, where we cover love after lockup, life after lockup, love during lockup, um, love and hip hop, Atlanta, 
some of the zoo shows. Uh, we cover quite a bit. And we're covering House E's House of Villains, which is like Big Brother, but for reality TV stars. So, you know, don't don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself, you know. Um, let's get into basketball wives real quick. I, I want to say, Shawnee, that you, I know that you don't want to let this show go. And I know that you're trying to revamp it, this whole brand and you've got Basketball Wives Orlando and so on and so forth. But you have got to either totally redo this cast with all fresh new faces or just keep it with the OGs because you are mixing and mingling girls who don't even know that that Jennifer Williams was married to Eric Williams, not head ass. And it's like these these two groups of women, they're too they're the age difference doesn't allow them to have very much in common. So I don't I don't under I don't know. Like, you know, I forget the lady's name that Jen was arguing with, but Jen asked her because the rumor is that the girl was a mistress to a form to a player, and now she's a mistress turned girlfriend. And People would be like, well, why does it matter to you? But do you really want them type of people around you? You know, do you really want somebody around you who who move crazy like that? And just let the girls know what type of bitch you are. Now, what I will say is nobody on this show is currently fucking on nobody that's noteworthy. I mean, with the exception of Brittany Renner and PJ Washington, a basketball player. He's a pretty, he's a pretty good basketball player. Yeah, I was about to say something, but I realized I stopped following basketball seriously after the 90s three-peat of the Bulls. So yeah. he could be a very famous basketball player, and I would not know who the hell he was. So He's not LeBron famous, but he definitely get a big bag. Okay. He definitely run up a check. He definitely he was decent enough. So And wasn't there some type of... Uh, child support issue with him and Brittany because they split custody. Yeah, she's she's upset that she's not getting more child support because they they have joint custody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't I don't at all feel sorry for her because PJ Washington is quite a bit younger than Brittany Renner, and I, you know I want to say like maybe seven or eight years. Uh, but what's noteworthy about that is how she was like she's had been going to like the college where he where he went to school at since he was like a freshman trying to get at him is the 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 rumor that's going around i don't know how true it is i'm not asking her to debunk it or you know confirm it but that is the word on the curb and that's kind of why nobody gives a fuck about all this strife and, and strain she's going through with him because basically this is what you wanted this is what you got you you went chasing behind an 18-year-old when he was a freshman in college till you got him and got your claws in him and had a baby with him. But then he turned around and, you know, he cheated on you. And so you left. And then you thought you was going to, you know, get all this child support because he's a millionaire and this, that, and the third. And he said, no, I want joint custody, you know, with you. So it's just kind of like, hey, be careful what you ask for. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful what you ask for and don't be a weirdo chasing out the super young niggas when you know better. Yeah. Because while that is a rumor, it, it it's one of those rumors that's like damn near like 75% true. 
It's seventy five percent true because yeah. there's photos of her being yeah. at the college campus yeah. during homecoming when yeah. he's like a freshman and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. We're not saying she was explicitly there for that. But there's a lot she, of evidence to she support. She was it. lingering around. Yeah. It's one of those it's one of those things where it's like it is a room and it's hearsay, but it's enough evidence to support it being true that it's like you can legitimately give a side eye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. So Vanessa had this sit down with Evelyn. And if I'm if I'm Carl's baby mama, other baby mama, that's not my friend anymore. That's because so you took your trauma with being cheated on while you were pregnant by your husband and subsequently it caused you to miscarry and you created all this stress strain and strife amongst these two women because you are you were triggered and you had trauma behind it bitch we are not friends go you sit mom. on that lady couch but don't try to blow up our co-parenting and our dynamic you know family life because you still are holding on to trauma because you are laying up with a cheating ass nigga i will whoop your motherfucking head for playing with me like that it's kids involved get a life and give her that goddamn bang that's what you do take that goddamn wig off mm. i mean i don't okay that's all i got really i don't care about much else at this point on basketball wise so what yeah. we give what we giving it so far Candace? I right now i give it a b minus I do give it a B minus. If it go into the C category, it's gonna get bumped off the feed. Yeah, I don't think it's like quite there yet, but it's teetering. It's teetering. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's teetering. My also my question for Vanessa is, beloved, what's the worth it? Because outside of this, you outside of this, you don't have shit else going on. Yeah. So was it worth it, beloved? It wasn't. Well, I'm trying to see. Uh, do we want to go to Huntsville? Or do let well let's play in the snow real quick and after we play in the snow we'll take a break and come back and discuss love and marriage Huntsville because it has not been disappointing I tell you what Real Housewives of Salt Lake City so coming back from this little break the the two biggest things I want to talk about is Monica and her situation with her mama <laughs> and Mary cussing Whitney out and storming out of that restaurant. Which finally, and, and I don't, finally. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't. So, I do not have much to add about Lisa's son Jack going on a on a Mormon mission or whatever. They're raising their children in the church, and so this is what they're doing. But he being sent to Columbia, they finna turn him into a drug mule. He's gonna come back like they Johnny Tapia. They're gonna have him putting uh, balloons of cocaine up his booty hole. <laughs> okay. That's why. All right. <laughs> yeah, right. he's gonna be on to catch a smuggler. Oh, show time. <laughs> to catch a smuggler. <laughs> That's a real show on National Geographic too. If y'all never checked it out, it's my guilty pleasure. It's my guilty pleasure. TV show and they catch people trying to smuggle all type of wicked shit into the U.S. And I'm not just talking about drugs. They be trying to smuggle in exotic birds, turtle shells, shark fish. Turtle shells? Hello? They be having all types of shit. They be trying to they be trying to smuggle in different types of grains and shit like that from like Africa, but it's not been, it's not pest, it's not pest free. 
So they try to smuggle it in, but the type of pest it contained would ruin our ecosystem. So yeah, they I'm telling you, all kind of shit. But listen, <laughs> Monica, okay. My, what Monica and her mom are going through is not uncommon. As a matter of fact, it's common as fuck. A parent is never has never unpacked their trauma from their parent. And so subsequently, they treat their children the way their parent treated them. However, I just want to ask Monica, baby, what the fuck is going on that your, that your car is in your mama's name? And every time y'all get into it, she snatched that goddamn Range Rover back. And now you renting a Range Rover. You got to get your shit together. And I'm not and I'm not saying you got to have as much money as these ladies, but if you and your mom have such a volatile, toxic, nasty, unresolved relationship, why would you want your vehicle in her name? And you say you paid a note on it, but she could still she threatened to call the police and report it stolen every time y'all get into it. What the fuck is going on here? Mm-mm, child just very messy but i like monica being on the show and i'm still annoyed that whitney is saying that meredith spread that rumor started that rumor when it was very clearly brought into the group by monica and she admitted it like i think that's the other thing it's like beloved she admitted it like she 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 said like i did it. I, I said it i spread it i put it down flipping and reversal so like beloved what is you fighting for like what is you like, w- w- wave the white Whitney flag. Like, what is you doing? And what is this weird hard on you got for Meredith? And and the crazy part is that whole little speech she gave her when they was like tailgating, talking about, oh, well, you know, you have a habit of threatening people and claiming you could ruin people. Yeah, I can if I want to, especially when motherfuckers are starting with me. If you start some shit with me, I get to be the finisher. That's just how the game go. What it is. is what it is. Jen Shaw started with, with Meredith. And now she in jail. Now she in jail. Lisa started with Meredith. And now she is in a weird space. <laughs> like, it's like, don't, it's one thing if Meredith is just being a fucking mean girl, but Meredith, oh, weird, overly dramatic ass, and she is overly dramatic. Because the way she yeah. be talking about that car accident, I thought that goddamn truck flipped and tumbled four five four times and was teetering on the cliff. And and she drove and they drove into a goddamn snowbank. Yeah, I'm telling you, she she the way she was going on. You, my you life flashed before my eyes. Like you 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 remember that uh you remember the slide level in Mario sixty four the way she talking she thought she was going down there. Yeah, it was just it, it was very dramatic, but. Yeah, you're not going to make me feel bad for being able to uh, hit motherfuckers where it hurt after they start some shit with me. If you don't like it, leave me alone. Now, I know y'all are are mostly cracking, so you may not be familiar with this term, but there's an old Negro proverb that that goes like this. Don't start none, won't be none. Period. It's like the more you fuck around, the more you find out. And th- those are messages you should absorb into your soul. Now, I know white folks typically typically don't have those. However. Not their soul. It's like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I don't know what I don't know what it is that Whitney wants from Meredith, because if if you keep if you fuck with me, then I got a right to return fire. Like, that's what I got a right to do. 
it ain't even that that annoys me with Wiggins. It ain't even that. I mean, it is that, but it ain't even that. And we've talked about this, Candace. All of this just reads off to me that you are looking for fights and looking for storylines because you don't, you nor your husband want to talk about the real storyline as to why you motherfuckers are being investigated for fraud like Jen would. And why y'all seem to be disconnected. He's not wearing his wedding ring. And that's very interesting considering y'all whole relationship is built on infidelity. Y'all not both? spending no time together. You think you you think you think one or both of them are cheating? It wouldn't shock me. Same. There is certainly a disconnect. Yeah, a, a dick connect, if you will. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Mary and Whitney. I, you can't force Mary to be your friend. And while I do think Mary has some predatory practices when it comes to that church, which we don't know if it's open or closed in the now, you did get on TV while the cameras was rolling and did refer to her and her husband as predators and, and you know, spoke down on them. Why would you want to be friends with somebody and you feel like that about them? Right? Right? And yes, Mary is unreasonable. And yes, she's fucking weird. And half the time she's in an alternate universe. But she she did not lie. And I do not blame her for consistently standing on business when it comes to you. Because you fucking tried it and you started it. You quite literally had no reason to be discussing Mary and calling her a predator and her husband a predator. And you really didn't have no receipts to back it up. So now she don't fuck with you and she going to take time to disrespect you whenever she wants to. And it is what it is. You signed up for that. Or at bare minimum, like at be- for me, at bare minimum, stand on that shit, right? Because hell, I on this show have called Mary Predator and I stand 10 toes down on that shit because I listen, I'm black and I'm from the country and I'm from the South. I don't seen way too many predatory ass church going people to not call a spade a spade when I fucking see it. But you know what the fuck I do? I stand on that shit. Anytime we talk about Mary and we call her weird and call, talk about her ways, I stand on that shit. So I'm not backing down on that shit. You want to call her that, and honestly, I agree with you, while also wanting to be friends and backtracking on that shit with me. Like, that's weird. Stop being a weak bitch. If, you, if you're going to say some shit like that, you got to be a strong bitch, not a weak bitch. Be as strong as your forehead. Or your overbite. Be as audacious as those goddamn Rico charges looming for you and your husband. Be audacious as them titties. Yeah, for sure. Because Lord knows you're going to pop somebody out. And 10 nipples up like them titties do. Because Lord knows you're about to pop somebody out with them damn things. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just stand on business for sure. What Keith Lee say, show enough. Show enough, you right. So, Candace, let me ask you this. Because we know how Mary is. We know that she kind of, sort of, don't care about what people think about her. I mean, literally her and Jen's relationship. So, do you think that the reason she's so annoyed with, with Whitney is because she didn't stand on that shit? Or you think she annoyed at, the, at somebody calling her a predator? Or both? I think it's a combination of both. I think That's it's, right. to me, I think it's more or less the fact that Whitney drew a line in the sand and now she wants to to backtrack on it. And I think that pisses Mary off because when Mary and Jen Shaw was into it at the height of those first two seasons, um, it didn't seem like Mary cared. But it's because Jen was standing 10 toes down that she didn't fuck with Mary 
And Mary was like, okay, I don't fuck with you either. Whitney is saying, oh, yeah, they predators. They this, they that. But Mary, why you want to be my friend? Mary, yeah, why you I, so mean to me? Yeah. Like, come on, bitch. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you don't fuck with me, but it's another thing is that you say you don't fuck with me, but you also want to be my friend. Like, you being a weird bitch. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, so I, I agree with that. And there's something weird going on with Angie K and her husband. We just going to sit and wait on it. Because when he came in while she was eating dinner with her dad, he did not want to fucking sit down and have dinner with them. Right. Hopefully, Very odd. Hopefully we'll see that because you, you know how it go with some of these shows, especially, you know, like you said, on Ramblings, uh, like you said, on Reloaded, which um, if you aren't, subscribe to our Patreon. Five dollars will get you everything you need and more. Get with the winning team, ho. Um, like, it's one of those things where, like, especially on these shows, on the main feed, unfortunately, like, they'll give us a nibble, but sometimes won't go anywhere with it. Right. So that's an interesting, because that is an interesting tidbit, because he look like he do not give a fuck about his, about nothing, about anything. He, he look he like he hate his family, but it is, like, how much of he and also Angie will allow us to see that, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and discuss Love and Marriage Huntsville. And it, it did not disappoint. So go go get you go get you some reefer. Go get you a glass of wine and come back. And we're going to be ready to have and have some bullshit to talk about. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We are back, we are back, we are back. Uh, let's get into love and marriage, Huntsville. <laughs> okay. Maybe we stand corrected. Kiki is sober. That just means she is crazy than a motherfucker. Mm. Took that drug test and she's she sober. She clean. Um, but I don't know if Mel was reading it properly either. Also, I would like to know the time lapse between that barbecue and this drug test. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the fact that for, so for our listeners, Adrian been on mute for at least 10 minutes <laughs> between me and Candace talking about Salt Lake City and the break. Adrian been on mute for at least about 10 minutes. And as soon as we brought up that drug test, she said, now nah, wait a minute, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm clocked in and I'm clocked in and ready. So yeah. And they were spinning. They were spinning the cup around kind of fast. We really didn't get no close up on the cup. I'm not saying the lady was under the influence at the party or not, but I'm just saying she might have been also. I'm. I'm also just not inclined to believe a drug test that was taken at in the restroom of a storage facility parking lot. If y'all gonna do some drug testing, I need blood samples taken. We need hair follicles. Matches. Hair follicles. I need a. I need a. I need a holy trinity. Urine, blood, hair. Okay. We need the whole shebang, and I'm talking about the hair from under that wig. Okay. We need a whole kit and caboodle. But 
according to Mel, she there was no drugs in her system. Okay, cool. Then that makes you even more unhinged for flinging that drink in that lady's fucking face if you were sober. Because again, I'm I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm just saying as a woman, I'm not about to sit up and have no conversation with you in front of other people's friends and family about my nigga cheating on me. That is not that is not backyard barbecue conversation. Now, with that said, Letitia, you full of shit. You tr- you want to be a victim in this situation so bad and you are not. And this is, again, your husband through the first jab. And now you have been crying subsequently because Kiki has not stopped swinging yet. Not only did, did your husband throw the first jab. Like, it's funny you say that, Candace. You like she wants to be the victim in this, but also she wants her husband to be the victim in this too. And it's like, bitch, <laughs> like Nick, girl, <laughs> your your husband who don't who is offensive and don't even respect you, and you want to hear that like this nigga is innocent, you innocent, and this whole sh- like again, like again, I I I get it, I get it, I truly do. Kiki was wrong for throwing that drink in her face. I get it. I understand. We talked about it last week. We talked about it the week before. I get it. I understand. I'm not saying she not. But again, this is an issue. That that was a combination of a series of issues and events and unpacked unpacked trauma in y'all relationship that you are trying to conveniently sweep under the rug because you got a drink thrown in your face. And I'm sorry, but at least for me, I'm not having that shit. I'm not. I'm sorry. I really don't give a fuck. I really don't. You, you and your husband, with y'all highbrow nose tongue asses, with y'all fucked up ass, dislocated ass businesses, y'all motherfuckers want to sit up here and talk shit and judge so many people. Kiki, Mel, Martel, hell, even Kimmy and, Mar- and Mar- uh, Maurice to a certain extent. Y'all want to talk all this shit and have all these opinions, but don't want to be checked, talked with, or backed up on said opinions and want to act like fucking victims. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I can't disagree with you. I just, like, again, like I said, to act like this is all coming out of nowhere and you don't know what made her throw the drink and you don't know why she did that and she continuously hurts y'all and I'm just calling bullshit on that. Supreme bullshit. I'm I'm calling bullshit on it because we have seen y'all discuss making light of her addiction and her habits and And I will say the, the shitty part about reality TV is that we've seen this on various shows where some two people or to a few people making amends on something and then the show airs and then you see just how awful the motherfuckers were still being. And then it take you right back to some fuck that apology or that truth or that understanding we got. You was really go, y'all was really going hard at me. So it's fuck all of that. We back to square one. And I think that's a part of it because they talk so awful about Kiki last season and in the season prior when it was all kicking off that nobody is trying to have no understanding and rightfully so. And it's both ways, right? Because on the one hand, Kiki can't let it go. And while I do, it's easy for us to say that like she should let it go 
I mean, they called you a crackhead. They made fun of your addictions, right? It's easy for us to say that, right? But we're not in her shoes. Conversely, it's easy for us to say that when you got a cousin who, again, from all intents and purposes and accounts, you had a pretty fucking solid relationship with. Then you married this big hip bitch and he got all this high class, you know, narcissistic asshole ass comments. I mean, literally, hell, not even in regards to Kiki, but just like Tisha and hell, Wanda and just their family in general. When he made that offhand comment about, you know, them being from the other side of the tracks and like it's a disconnect and stuff like that. It was like. You get with this motherfucker. He says all this wild shit, and you like, like as our family, right? Like as our family, as Wanda, Kiki, whatever the fuck, right? Her husband, extended family, whatever the fuck, right? This nigga saying all this wild shit, and you as the wife don't even be like, "Hey, nigga, like the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> like at at bare minimum, right? Like you don't even do that. So all this shit boils out boils up to this point and it's like because one party did you know again something that is wrong we all get that we know it we've talked about that at nausea now these motherfuckers just to be like oh well all the shit that we have done and contributed to this boiling point that don't matter this bitch threw a, th threw a drink in my face we the victims no 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 the fuck you not especially when you again much like the other party y'all ain't trying to have no resolution y'all ain't trying to solve it y'all not trying to move forward it just like y'all a fake makeup for one like season and then be right back at each other's throats because y'all don't know how to shut the fuck up. So it's like, no, no, y'all are not victims. Y'all are not innocent. Like y'all are part of the fucking problem. And until y'all take some accountability and reconcile that shit, we just going to end up right back here season after season or however long this shit goes. Yeah, basically. And also, I, I'm sorry, but I have to be consistent. Kiki misgendering Marceau and all that weird shit you was doing talking to Stormy, I need y'all to get a fucking grip on that. Oh yeah, I agree with that, yeah. That shit is very cringe, is rooted in homophobia. Marceau is a terrible person and it don't have nothing to do with him acting feminine. He's just not a nice fucking person and you can just stand up and say that. Just call him that. No, that's not Tisha's wife. That's not this. It's not that. It don't have nothing to do with that. I know a lot of women who don't act how Marceau act to claim he's being feminine, so on and so forth. If you are an adult and you have been around long enough and, and interacted and commingled with people, you will know that messiness, cattiness, that shit don't have no gender. Yeah. That's, that's homophobia and patriarchy that says, oh, only women is catty. Only women gossip. No, people in general gossip. People in general could be catty and mean and awful fucking people. And, uh, and you don't have to misgender him to get that point across. You can just call him an asshole because that's what he is. He is just an asshole. He's an asshole. He's a narcissist. Yeah. And I want Tiffany. This is the, the part that's really bugging me about Tiffany is everybody is claiming she's being as awful as she is due to postpartum. Well, go to the fucking doctor. <laughs> there is no reason to be so deeply involved in what Kiki and her husband are doing. And again, this is not your first go round with having your hands somewhere involved as it pertains to people's fucking kids. And you're not going to be happy till you get your head knocked off your motherfucking shoulders. Because if it was a drink that was going to fly, it should have been in your face. Yeah. You got there too little too late with baby Ace. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not here for, like, 
the framing of, oh, well, Tiffany is being this awful because of postpartum. Have y'all niggas not seen the last, what, two, three, four seasons? She's always been this awful. Yeah, she's always been awful. She's always been a line stepper, so. Yeah, awful as fuck. If anything, I mean, haven't we like said it on here? If anything, the baby in the pregnancy was her kind of using that shit as a shield to, to try to try to hide from the fact that she'd been an awful motherfucker all this time. Yep, absolutely. I I want I want her to get a grip, and I want you to put all that energy into your absent husband, who's absent while you go through it with a newborn baby, and he ain't never know where to be found, always on the fucking road somewhere. Go take that energy out on him. But making comments about how they they that where they son going to school and they probably don't live over there, like it's giving very much Karen. It, it's leaning heavily into your half white side is coming out because there's no no reason to be that knee deep in the business of a bitch you claim you don't like. She thinks she with me. Like, oh my god, go cheat on a nigga or something. Do what you do what you good at. Do what you good at is crazy. And last but certainly not least, I, you know, it's very interesting to be watching this show, but you was just on live skinning and grinning with your baby mama the other day, but you crying boo-hoo buckets of tears about this name change party and want motherfuckers to draw lines in the sand and not go and not support mail if they, if they your friend, who the fuck are you? You're a fucking weirdo, and we have not seen one single piece of proof, evidence, or receipt that would back up your claim that Melanie cheated on you through your whole marriage. Not a single receipt yet. You got a whole baby to show that you cheated in your marriage, though. And at this point, who cares? I don't care if she was bouncing on every dig from Alabama to Louisiana. I really don't. Y'all not together no more. And her changing her name back to her maiden name should not have, you should not be having that visceral reaction sitting up here yelling in nail face. Chris need to pop you in your motherfucking mouth. Cause this not the first time you didn't got all belligerent with his wife. No, it wouldn't be too. It wouldn't have been the second time, but it damn sure don't need to be a third. That lady don't owe you nothing. She don't owe you shit. She can go support Mel if she want to. Did she did she refuse to uh to testify when you uh when you got them subpoenaed to testify on your behalf and you didn't say shit to them about it? They didn't know till they got the summons in the mail or however the fuck is handed out. Like, come on, you are very mad that this was the last thing that bound you to mail besides y'all kids. It was like that last little bit of ownership that you felt you had over her is gone. Now that she's back to her maiden name, talking about she didn't do good things under her maiden name. You didn't do good things as a whole. You piggybacked off mail with Holton Hope. Imagine you haven't Martin. done nothing good or worthwhile since y'all been fucking divorced. Nothing but created incest wine. <laughs> Game of Thrones like this, folks. <laughs> You ain't did shit worthwhile to be mad about this woman changing her name back. If anything, you should be happy because now the, the next bitch don't got to share the whole the whole last name when you remarry like you claim you're going to do. They could have it free and clear. Speaking of claiming like you're going to do, I'm going to be honest. 
Um, and he deserves all of this dragon. But this, to me, gave that Martell, again, just another case of Martell don't really have shit going on. So he has to act like he upset about something that he really don't give a damn about. Because this just don't make no fucking sense to be mad or have a storyline about, even for Martell. Uh, it don't. Not when you was just, first of all, that baby mama, she is a pretty lady. But Ooh. her elevator goes straight to the bottom. Adrian, you so shady. <laughs> like her elevator goes straight to the basement. She is, the deck is not full. She is dumb as all fucks to keep letting you play with her. Adrian, tell us how you really feel. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be a hater because the girl, the girl is pretty in the face, but it's like one. I'm the type of person once I learn more about people that can just diminish your looks to me. And she looks tired in the eyes. Like this last little video she did with him, she looks tired. Yeah, she don't look, she don't look happy. So it's hard for me to even want to drag her necessarily because she just, she just don't look happy. That's because she tired of sucking dick and still getting the short end of the stick. She getting the short end of the dick and the short end of the stick. All right. So she, so <laughs> she said that Martell pay all her bills. Liar the truth. That's a fucking lie. Because if it was, if he was paying all her bills, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't be a squatter at, in that house that Chris been trying to get him to get the I, fuck out of. I, I was about to say if he paying he would all be the living bills, with her. facing eviction. He would be living with her. Why would you have to find a place to stay where you could go stay somewhere where you pay all the motherfucking bills? Because he don't really want to stay with that lady. He don't want to stay with that lady and he don't pay all that lady bills. But it sounds good. I think he might chip in on like one or two, but that's about it. He don't he don't want that lady. And every time he finished playing with somebody else, he he run back to her for comfort. She over there cooking and shit like they together. Look, sounding a damn fool. I cook every day, Martell. He, 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 she is his comfort concubine. She is. I think he really loved that lady. You think so? I do. He, I think he really he, does. But the fact that she doesn't measure up to a male mm. is what is preventing him. Because if you think about it, his public quote unquote relationship, Sheree, I mean, her and Mel are kind of on equal footing ish because ish because they're on reality shows and they have a high prestige i guess is the best way to say it yeah that's fair and i think i think he is ashamed of some of some aspects of arian so he He will not extremely ashamed of arian as a southern raised man he is extremely ashamed of that lady and that is why they will never end up together until he's no longer in the public eye because she went public and she exposed their affair. And so now he can't, he can't be with her. She's not good for his image. He would mm-hmm. never get around questions about, so how does it feel to turn your mistress to your wife? Yeah. Uh, he cares a lot about that lady because if he did, if he didn't, she wouldn't be around. There would be no knocks. There would be no baby. There was, he was giving, he was shoveling raw dick in that lady. In the pandemic. Pandemic penis. So I do. I agree with Adrian. I think he loves her, but I don't think that she can do for his image what a charade can do or a male could do if if they had stayed together. Yep. Him partnering with her and him settling down with her does not offer him any benefits. There's no benefit to it. 
she don't have shit but an online boutique and an interview she did yeah. with Tasha K. Yep. Which imagine Tasha K being your claim to fame. That's crazy. But he need to get a grip. I do agree with you, Jeremy, that this just feels like him trying to create a storyline. Especially when we see in real time, it's not, you know, that much friction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Which I feel like, I'm not going to lie, I feel like this has kind of been Martell's, like, M.O. since, like, the divorce, like, was official. It's like, he really don't have shit outside of picking, he don't like... Have a, he don't have a storyline outside his infidelities. Yeah, like... He's not making any big moves business-wise. He's not in no actual healthy romantic relationship. The What's going on with this suit line he was supposed to be coming out with? Incest wine ain't doing shit for real, for real. He just gifting people bottles out of the box in the, in the garage of that house Chris Fletcher want him to get out of. He ain't doing shit with, with fitness. He just not really making no moves. He's relying solely on being a reality TV personality. And that's it. Kind of, you know, kind of lazy, honestly. Very. Like, it's, it's, it's giving y'all can't figure out what to do with Martell outside of his connection to Mel. So we have to make him drum up drama with Mel on the show, even though in real time, they not buddy-buddy, but it's not as bad as presented on the show. Correct. That sums it up. Well, we about to get ready for this uh group trip, this five-day vacation, I guess. That'll be interesting. Um, I also I want to see I want to see Tiffany get called to the carpet when Kiki is around. That's what I'm waiting on. That's that's the that's the p- last piece of the messy puzzle I want to see. I want to see what's gonna happen there. I also feel like you you really are not a, a decent or a good person if you think somebody's addiction makes you better than them. Because Tiffany, we oh. still don't know what you do for a living, and the the biggest thing and, we know uh, about you is that you and your, you cheated on your on your ex husband, and shit went sour, and he ultimately took his own life. And also, the postpartum depression to addiction, ain't, it ain't that short of a yes. It ain't that it ain't that far fetched. You isolated. You not feeling well. Don't. Don't speak what can't be you, because that's when the universe show you it can be you. And it will be you. And I think everybody, when they think of addiction, they think of hard drugs. But baby, addiction can come a lot of different ways. It could come by way of alcohol. It could come by way of food. It could come by way of self-harm. It could Addiction could show up at your door in a bunch of different ways. And I, and I agree with uh stormy that's why i would i marceau and tisha to certainly be quiet because you don't never know what can happen to you that ends up landing you at addiction's doorstep so y'all better get a grip you're getting too big for your britches that's for sure marceau you've been too big for your britches bitch but anyways we are out we'll be back next week we'll be bringing you the season premiere real housewives of potomac and married to medicine um looking forward to that get ready because if i'm not mistaken life after lockup is headed back to our tv screens as well mm-hmm. um and we're gonna see cam and Ares back we're gonna see um michael and justine back and they didn't they didn't have the babies and shit um 
So yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. With that said, y'all have a good week. Stay out of trouble. Uh, don't be Atlanta to keep playing and come across to keep Lee. Count your blessings. Don't block them. Don't be the booze you play. All right, we out. Bye, everybody. Y'all be safe. Bye, y'all. Peace.